The following is a KBVR Sports Presentation. Welcome to the Rivalry Series, Oregon versus Oregon State, Ducks versus Beavers going head to head for the second time here this season. You're listening to KBVR FM 88.7. My name is Brad Whitman. Alongside me is T.S. Carney, and we could not be more thrilled for this rivalry matchup here today. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, Brad. Oregon State, one of the talk of the nation right now, taking AP poll by storm, ranked 18 now uh, currently, rose 7 in the past week after those impressive wins. That Brad, you were there for, the one versus Colorado in Gill Coliseum, of course, then followed up with a 25-point victory against Utah, of course. We'll be looking a lot at that, them today. Um, one of the big stories, of course, in college basketball. Yeah, we're going to be looking to see them keep up that pace. They've been able to take down some of the very top teams in the nation. As you mentioned, they were able to dethrone the, at the time, number three Colorado Buffaloes. That was back on January 26th at home. Now looking to pick up another big win against their rivals, the Ducks, here in Matthew Knight Arena. Of course, Oregon State. They do have what would be called a home field advantage. They are undefeated from home, 14-0. They're actually 1-3 on the road. And we've known Matthew Knight Arena to be notorious for being loud. The Ducks fans always in support, always in attendance. Do you think that's going to have an effect on the Beavers here today? Yeah, I think it will, Brad. Um, but, you know, Oregon State, those other games on the road they've played this year have been against the likes of Stanford, USC, UCLA. Um, and this one, there is a different, uh, you know, bit of a feel because Oregon is, of course, unranked. Um, and, you know, Oregon State will want to pick up this victory, of course, to stay in the race with the Pac-12. Uh, but, yeah, it's never easy coming in and winning a game here in Matthew Knight Arena. Of course, the Ducks, the atmosphere here in Eugene. Um, but I think, you know, I think Oregon State will be able to uh, settle into this game, hopefully better. I mean, at home, Brad, they trailed by 13 in the first half. Um, and so while the home advantage helped them come back later in the game, I think they'll really hope to get out on a, a good foot tonight. Yeah, they were able to take that win versus Oregon the last time they played in Corvallis. They took a 62-41 to victory. That was on New Year's Eve. Now trying to take another win off the Ducks here in February 2024. It should be very exciting to see, as you mentioned, Oregon State, of course, on the up as of late. On the other side of that coin, the Ducks have been on a four-game losing streak. In their defense, they have been facing some very tough teams. The last four out of five opponents, including the Ducks, have all been ranked in the top 25. And they have another couple tough matches coming up. But we need to see them try and pull out a win against those top teams if they want to make it on further. Yeah, I mean, seven straight games against ranked teams. This Pac-12 conference for the women's is absolutely loaded. And Oregon uh, will look to get their first win this year against a ranked opponent, of course, against the rivals. Um, which definitely mean a lot for them being, you know, sitting at 500 right now, um, second to last in the Pac-12. This is a victory they absolutely must have. They're going to look to build momentum into the Pac-12 tournament um, in order to make the big dance for the first time since 2022. Uh, but for Oregon State, who hasn't made it since 2021, uh, they're looking solid to making it back there this year as, as of how they've been playing late, Brad, and they'll want to continue that tonight uh, here in Eugene. 
Yeah, of course, U of O is sitting at 2-7 and seven in the Pac-12 Conference, 11-11 11 11 overall. This would potentially be a big win to change the momentum, try and take their season moving forward. Oregon State, 6-3 in the conference, 17-3 overall. Those three losses only coming from top-ranked teams. So we'll see if they're able to kind of stay in their lane, keep winning like they have been, taking down teams they should, trying to put pressure on those higher-level teams that we've seen in the past. But we'll have to see if they're going to be able to do it here today. Yeah, we will, Brad. And, you know, similar to Oregon, Oregon State is also playing seven of eight teams against ranked opponents. Um, but in, in the Pac-12 today, of course, Stanford did beat UCLA 80-60 to um, to extend their lead. And now Oregon State is level with UCLA, who they lost to on the road. And winning games like these are, are huge if they're going to try and win uh, the Pac-12 uh, win the Pac-12 this year. Absolutely. We're going to cut to a quick pause, and we're going to be right back after the U of O intros. When we come back, we're going to have the tip-off in the rivalry series between Oregon and Oregon State. Have you ever wanted to share your taste in music with the world, produce your very own podcasts, or learn the wonders of audio? All these and more can be found right here with the award-winning, 58 years and running college radio station KBVR. We'll give you the training on everything you need to know about working in our radio booth and going on the air. No prior experience required. If you would like to get involved, please contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu. Under the fog and beneath the trees, the grad students of OSU's MFA program in creative writing are drafting poems, short stories, lyrical essays, and more. Come hear their original work at the monthly MFA reading series, featuring poetry from Leela Cutter, nonfiction from Emily Podvoisky, and fiction from Elliot Lawrence. 5 p.m. Friday, February 16th. Check out the events page of the School of Writing, Literature, and Film to find out about future readings. All are welcome. See you there. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Welcome back, everyone, to KBVR-FM 88.7. We are getting ready for the tip-off here in the rivalry series between the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State Beavers. We have our starting lineups for the Beavers. Number four, Donovan Hunter. Number 11, A.J. Marat. Number 22, Talia Von Olhoff. And number 15, Reagan Beers. And number 53, Kelsey Reeves for the Ducks. Starting out with number two, Chance Gray. Number four, Priscilla Williams. Number one, Kennedy Basham. Number 40, Grace Van Sluten. And number 15, Filipina Che. Yeah, same as always. Either team, nothing to change. Oregon State, of course, after that win on Sunday, nothing especially to change uh, for them. But we'll have to see how the Ducks can limit Reagan, Reagan Beers, who went off against them last time. And for the Ducks, they'll have to get some of their bench involved. They're spearheaded, the trio, Gray, Ben Sluton, and Che, of course, uh, have Counted for 80, have accounted for 80% of Oregon's points this year. We'll see if they can get other players involved. And for Oregon State with a strong bench, 
they'll just look to keep it flowing, Brad. Yeah, I think it's really up to Oregon to see if they can get their offense started early. The last time they played against the Beavers, they only put up 41. In the last game they had against Colorado, they only put up 48. So we'll see if they make the change as we get underway. Tip is up, one by Oregon State. They're going to get the first possession of the night. Donovan Hunter starting things out on the left wing. Inside pass, Marat jump shot from the elbow, not able to make it go. Rebound comes with Reagan Beers. We'll try and reset for Oregon State. Lob pass across now. Back up front, Hunter. Turn from Reese. Takes one dribble, looking to drive. Sends it back out to Hunter. She's going to take the three from the top of the yard. This one aired out, falls out of bounds. Saw a lot of early ball movement from the Beavers, but some pretty airtight defense to get started for Oregon. Yeah, they started out in the zone, Brad, which is what allowed uh, you know Beers to get that easy offensive rebound. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but just some easy looks for Oregon State, but unable to, to fall. Yeah, we've seen Oregon State have a very, very potent offense. They're able to break down a lot of teams, start to go on some very quick runs, and we'll see if the Ducks are going to be able to stop it. Couldn't quite do it back in December. Looking to do it now at the top of the arc again. Movement being made. Williams looking for something. This long two is up. Rebound going to be picked up by Shea. Takes it right back up to the top of the arc. Yeah, it looked like she might have walked on that one, Brad, but got away with it. And Oregon State gets the rebound there. Quick two miss by Van Sluten now. The Beavers heading back the other way. Beers out to Marat, back up front, Hunter. A lot of ball moving from beyond the arc into the corner. Shot taken. This one aired out again. It was Reese on the three-point attempt from the corner, not able to make it go. Back-to-back -back air balls for the Beavers, trying to attempt some low-percentage threes. And now the Ducks are going to head the other way. Yeah, still uncharacteristic, though. You know, Reese and Donovan Hunter have been great three-point shooters this year. Um, but, yeah, starting out with less legs, I guess. You can see the Beavers right now holding down the fort on the defensive side. Screen from Che, movement comes through, and it looks like the whistle's blown. Will it be an and one? It will indeed. It will be an and one for Grace Van Sluten to break the ice here between the Ducks and the Beavers. Looks like just Olhoffen with a little uh, bump there for um, Van Sluten, uh, but able to just waltz her way in for the easy layup after the uh, the bump there. Very minor though, Brad, um, you know, really soft. I'm surprised that the refs went with that uh, call there. Van Sluten able to make the extra point go. So the Ducks on the board, three nothing here, two minutes into the first quarter. It's been a pretty quiet offensive quarter to get us started. Reagan Beers turns up with the left. This one off both ends of the rim falls out. The Ducks Going to have a chance to go the other way once more. Oregon State 0 for 4 in their first four field goal attempts. And right now the Ducks going to be looking to add on to this lead while they can. Van Sluten blocked by Marat. Now heading back the other way. The Beavers trying a quick play. This one, it was a pass attempt from Von Olhoffen down to Reagan Beers. Over toss it and out of bounds. A big turnover here for Oregon State. Yeah, she had Beers and Hunter streaking the floor there uh, wide open, but looks like she was caught in between both of them. I mean, happened to just th throw it slightly too high for Beers um, and first turnover of the night there for Oregon State. The Ducks a chance to make this a two possession game. We're seeing Van Sluten 
movement trying to work against Hunter at the top of the arc. Some more screens being set by Che, of course, in that tight 1v1 versus Beers. Now spins to the left, goes up with the left off the glass. It drops. Morgan make it 5-0, and the Beavers need a response. Hunter down low now. Timmy Gardner, who was able to get in after the free throw attempts. He finds her first bucket and the first of the night for the Beavers. Yeah, just a soft little touch there by Tamia Gardner. And we're going to see a lot of that from her. Oregon State win. They're going against the zone. They like to put her right in the center on the free throw line. And there she's able to catch it and just turn up with the easy, easy two-pointer there. Yeah, a lot of height for Oregon State. Always look towards Reese, Beers, and of course Gardner. Now some movement. This one was tapped, but it still falls through. It's Chance Gray, the sophomore from Cincinnati, Ohio, making it 7-2 for the Ducks, trying to keep at a stable distance away from the Beavers. On Olofen, down low. It's in close to Lily Hansford. She's going to take the long two off the rim, picked up by number one, Kennedy Basham. Yeah, just the shot's not falling early here, Brad, for Oregon State. But Oregon State looks, I mean, Oregon looks to extend the lead. Now Block comes through, and it's going to be called a shooting foul on Beers. A little bit of physicality there. It looked to be almost a clean block. but I, I think they gave it actually gave it to her as a clean, clean block there, Brad. It looks like they did indeed. The whistle was blown quickly, but the ball did just fall out of bounds, so a clean block from Beers, no foul being called, which you love to see early if you're head coach Scott Ruick. You need Reagan Beers in close in the paint as Lily Hansford picks up a steal. The Beavers trying to head back the other way. Von Olhoffen into the corner to Hunter, gives it right back over to Von Olhoffen at the free throw line. Reagan Beers takes two. This one goes yeah, through. Oregon State Beers. back within three. Yeah, good find once again from the from the free throw line. That's what's going to be open. Um, on Olhoffen, give it up to Beers wide open. A uh, great pass there by Olhoffen. You're seeing U of O kind of leaving the forwards and the centers of Oregon State. They're giving them a lot of distance around the free throw line, around the elbows. Same with Oregon State, as we saw a two being attempted by Williams, wasn't able to make it go. Oregon State, a chance to bring themselves back within one or tie. Von Olhoff, and she's going to take the three from the left wing off both ends of the rim. Rebound picked up by Che. And Oregon, another chance to extend here back down court. Gray to Che. As you mentioned in the pregame, these two working very well together for the Ducks. Now Che down low in that 1v1 against Beers again, goes up with the left. This one not going to be able to fall. Von Olhoffen comes away with the rebound for the Beavers. Good contest there by uh, Tamia Gardner there on the inside. But Oregon State uncharacteristic compared to the Knight versus Utah. Um, not having their shots fall here, we'll see if they can pick it up. Only down by three. And we are here in the atmosphere of Matthew Knight Arena. We, it is loud, a lot of cheers coming from the Ducks fans trying to really throw off the offense of Oregon State. Gray, she's going to take a quick two. This one doesn't fall. Beers comes away with the rebound. A bit of a low percentage field goal to start right now. Currently, Oregon State two for nine. U of O three for ten. Both teams looking to improve that upon that as time goes on. Still. Four minutes and some change left here in the first quarter. Three being put away by Tamia Gardner. Able to pick up three and tie things up for the Beavers. The excellent shot there by Tamia Gardner to be now have five points on the night. She's been the best shooter there for Oregon State so far. 
Now another rebound picked up by Beers. The Ducks not able to convert. The Ducks now looking to try and stifle this possession here from Oregon State. Beavers have a chance to take a lead here, their first lead of the night. Von Olhoffen drives, spins, looking for something, gets it back out to Hunter now in close. Beers, she's going to take the shot from the elbow, not able to let this one fall. Che picking up another rebound for the Ducks. And you can see now both these teams just kind of testing the other shooting ability at those elbows, at the free throw line, just seeing if they can kind of make those closer range shots. Now Che not able to go up. You can see here the crowd not happy with that call. They were looking for a foul on Beers, but it seemed to be a clean strip. So a nice take from Beers and Oregon State. Still a chance to take the lead here, 7-7. Seven to seven. Under three minutes left now. It's going to be Hunter. She takes one from the right elbow. This one yeah, falls four, through, yeah, and the Beavers take a lead 9-7. to seven. Excellent shot there from Hunter, continuing on her night versus Utah, where she was named, of course, Pac-12 Freshman of the Week there. Um, but just was absolutely excellent versus Utah. We'll see how she can uh, get her teammates involved here. Now Von Olhoff and a clean steal. She's going to take the layup. This one good. She finds her first points of the game off that steal. And now the Beavers up 11-7. to 2.28 left on the clock here in the first quarter. The Beavers starting to find some success. A 9-0 run in the last three minutes, 15 seconds. And again, Oregon not able to transition. Deep pass looking towards Gardner, but it was off the hand of a duck and out of bounds. And that will bring us to our first media timeout of the night. Oregon State, they find their run. Now up 11-7, 2.13 left in the first quarter. You're listening to KBVR-FM 88.7. We'll be right back after this short break. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic, Chic has, has a, a place, place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media, at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Call in all line dances. Whether you're new to the range or it ain't your first rodeo, you're invited to the Philomath Country Line Dance. Join fellow beginning to advanced dancers at Mary's River Grange in Philomath to unleash your inner cowboy. Experience DJ Luke Coomer's tunes as you meet new people and improve your coordination. The party begins on Friday, November 3rd from 7 to 10 p.m. and will continue monthly every first Friday. Concessions will be available and tickets run from $5 for adults to $4.18 and under. Yeehaw! Welcome back, everyone, to KBBR FM 88.7. 2.13 left to go in the first quarter here at TS. Oregon State now up by four points after a 9 0 run. U of O currently 0 for 6 in their last field goals. What changed? Well, Brad, Oregon State's defense picked up. Um, simply three steals as well, three assists off those steals. They've been able to get out in transition, um, but their presence on the defense has been been getting contested up at the start. Uh, Oregon just waltz in for easy layups, easy twos. Um, Oregon State, after subbing Hansford and Tamia Gardner, a back end have been stalwarts on the defensive end, uh, which has allowed them to find their offense. You know, Oregon has looked um, 
very different to Oregon State on defense as they are in a zone. Um, and it seems that they were letting Oregon State just have their shot. Um, and it was unable to fall, and it was working out for them. Um, you could see them as they backed up. Beers was wide open. Um, maybe Oregon State seemed too open. Um, but yeah, Oregon State, Oregon might have to go out of the zone here if Oregon State's shots start falling. Yeah, we'll see if there's a change in the defense from the Ducks as we get right back underway here in the first quarter. OSU to inbound it from the baseline immediately up to Von Olhoffen, gives the handoff to Kennedy Schuler. She's getting her first minutes in for the Beavers. Von Olhoffen back down into the corner. Lily Hansford stops her dribble, toss it back out to Gardner, looking for some way through. And once again, the Ducks defense looking airtight. Five seconds on the shot clock. Tamia Gardner turns, fires this one, rolls around the rim, and falls through. Tamia Gardner adds on two more for Oregon State. Now sitting at seven, over half the points for the Beavers here in the first quarter. And that's her shot once again. The turnaround, easy two from about 15 feet out, Brad. Now a quick put up here. This one is good for Sarah Rambus. Was able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Gardner down in the paint. Ends the scoring drought for Oregon. The Ducks looking in response. Gardner, she receives a quick pass. Puts up two more. Von Olhoffen to Gardner. And she continues on. That's nine points now out of the 15 for OSU. Of course, 15 to nine. The Ducks looking to do some more work, trying to find a way through this defense, looking to stay consistent off the screen down low in close. This two will be put up by Basham. And that's big for the Ducks. Kenny Basham only averages about two, point, two points per game as a starter. If, they can, if she can get involved, that would be big for them to stay in this game. Now down low, Reagan Beers looking to do work. Will put up two, able to get past Basham, finding two more Oregon State continuing this six-point lead, not letting it drop. We're seeing both these teams exchanging on the offensive side now rather than the defense. Von Sluten trying to find a way past Von Olhoffen. Gives a pass over to Rambis. She takes a long two. This one will fall out. Beers picks up the rebound. Schuler slowing things down, looking to make this the final possession of the quarter. Ten seconds left to go. Schuler to Hansford. Looking to stall out, find one last pass. Gardner, she's going to take a long two from the corner. This one off the top of the backboard. Comes down with Von Olhoff and tries to go up for two. Ends up drawing the shooting foul with less than a second on the clock. She's going to head to the free throw line for two. All attention went to Gardner in the corner, who already had seven points on the night, um, which just left Olhoff to sneak in on the back, uh, in the back there and easily pick up that rebound and gets the shot off with less than a second left. Very smart play by Olhoffen. Yeah, you can see the Ducks, how seemingly frightened they are now of Gardner, mm -hmm. seeing that she's four for five, has been making almost every single one of her shots, immediately tried to pick up the threat. That allowed Von Olhoffen to kind of sweep that rebound up, find a foul, and now she will put up and sink the first free throw, getting set for the second. This one is good as well. Both free throws put away, giving the Beavers an eight-point lead now, 19 to 11. And that will mark the end of the first quarter here in this rivalry series matchup. Oregon State 19, Oregon 11. And the Beavers getting hot time and time again. Five of six in their last field goals. 
But a great matchup here regardless. Eight-point gap remains. You're listening to KBR FM 88.7. We'll be right back with the second quarter. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, an iced coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Damn Chic Chic has has a place place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Have you encountered an issue on campus, but you're not quite sure how to resolve it? Maybe you've been accused of a student conduct violation or have a concern about a grade. The ASOSU Office of Advocacy is here to support students and help you navigate whatever challenges come your way. We work with students from their first room on campus to the final year of a PhD and everything in between. We're located in Student Experience Center 228. Feel free to stop by between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, or check out our website by searching for Office of Advocacy, Oregon State. In everything we do, the Office of Advocacy is here for you. Have you ever wanted to share your taste in music with the world, produce your very own podcasts, or learn the wonders of audio? All these and more can be found right here with the award-winning, 58 years and running college radio station KBVR. We'll give you the training on everything you need to know about working in our radio booth and going on the air. No prior experience required. If you would like to get involved, please contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Welcome back, everyone, to KBBR FM 88.7. We are underway here in the second quarter between the Oregon State Beavers and the Oregon Ducks. Oregon State continues to lead 19 to 11. U of O looking for a change, and that might just be it. Grace Van Sluten, it's a fadeaway two to break the ice here in the second quarter, looking to continue on trying to find some sort of run against the Beavers and looking to put more stops on defense. Lee Hansford fakes down low, takes the three. This one off the back iron, sent away. Van Sluten comes up with the rebound, heading back the other way for the Ducks. Yeah, excellent job, there, job step there by Hansford. 50% three-point shooter on the year, um, but unable to drop that one in. He always seems to be a threat from beyond the arc. Now this two being taken from the elbow, Rambus adds on two more. She has made an impact early tonight here as well for the Ducks. We'll see if that's able to continue on. Beavers looking to respond now. Four-point gap. Hunter steps back, gives it back over to Gardner. Now back to Hunter. Hansford to her left. Marat now receiving the pass on the right. Stop comes through here, but it will be a kickball on Von Sluten. Tried to cut off that pass, but ended up getting it with the foot. Yeah, good play there by uh, Van Sluten to use her foot to stop Tamia Gardner from having that similar shot that she's been making all night. Seeing once again very tight looking defense 
from U of O, not allowing a lot of openings for the Beavers. We'll see how they choose to adapt. Shot clock winding down. Gardner, she's going to take a three. This one missed. Rebound collected by Ula Chamberlain. She will head down the court for Oregon. Gets the pass over to Williams. Setting things back up. Again, now in close. Looking for a way past the Beavers here. Quick ball movement. This put being put up by Williams off the right side of the rim. A rebound collected by Sela Heidi. Getting her first minutes here in the second quarter. Donovan Hunter back the other way. Stops short, takes the jumper. And Oregon State up two more. Just no one stepped in front of her in transition. They let her get right in front of the basket there. And just an easy two for Hunter, establishing herself tonight with four points. Yeah, of course, looking to take advantage of all that space she's given. Oregon, again, trying to close this gap. Pass down to Van Sluden, a good catch. Now tries to put it up with the reverse. Can't quite make it go off the glass. Back down court, Hunter wasting no time. Looks like it will be a foul called on Kennedy Williams. Yeah, this time the Ducks were able to step in front, but just a little bit too late, Brad, as Kennedy Williams picks up her first foul of the night. But a good job by Sila Heidi getting two rebounds, finding Donovan Hunter both times uh, as the outlet and getting going in transition as Oregon State makes some subs here. Yeah, we're going to see Von Olhoffen re-enter, Beers re-enter, Reese re-enter, and Parova re-enter for Oregon State. Looking to try and extend this six-point gap. Two and a half minutes already gone here in the second quarter. Reese from range now. Von Olhoffen taking her time on the left wing. Bounce pass to Hunter. Again, shot clock winding down the Beavers. Looking for some room. Reese over to Beers. Now three being attempted by Perova. Not able to let this one drop. Rebound looks to be fighting for on the ground. Jump it will ball. be a jump ball, and it Beavers. will stay with the Beavers. Yeah, great job from both teams getting on the floor there on the rebound. Of course, the rivalry, both teams looking to show their effort here to get this game going, 21-15, Oregon State. Uh, but another uncharacteristic miss by the Beavers. They're only 43% on the night. Um, we'll see if they can correct that here. Quick fake from Von Olhoffen, and she sinks it. She got hit in the back after that jump shot, and she's going to pick up the and one. A good put away there to Leah Von Olhoffen. Heads to the line to try and pick up another. Yes, yeah, Sarah Rambis picks up the foul. She's had a good impact tonight um, so far, but not a wise foul there on Von Olhoffen. Got her from behind as Von Olhoffen is on the free throw line. Um, an 89% free throw shooter. She has really made her mark there on the year. But misses that one. Yeah, one of the most lethal free throw shooters for the Beavers, but not able to make that one drop. Can't take the three-point conversion. But once again, Oregon State up by eight points, 23 to 15. The Ducks still trying to find the way back, and it looks like a foul is going to be called on Beers. Might have had a slight shove there on Shea. Yeah, and Beers has been fairly quiet tonight. We've seen her um, had, have many post-op opportunities, but opting to pass it back out. We'll see if she looks for a shot uh, more as this game continues on. Long two attempted by Williams, not able to make it go. Oregon State chance to extend their lead into the double digits here. Hunter on the right wing gives it back over to Von Olhoffen. 
calling for some movement. Perova heads across the court. Hunter up to Reese. Perova on the left wing, but Olhoffen now snaps it over to Hunter from beyond the arc, gives it down low. Beers back out to Hunter. She's going to take the three from the corner off. The rim falls away. Che collects the rebound for U of O. She's currently sitting at six rebounds as of right now in the second quarter. Just over six minutes left to go. Both these teams still locked in close. The defense is working. The offense is still trying to break through more consistently. Turn spin move here, and it looks like this one will just fall out of bounds. I believe it was Basham on the attempt. It Reese on the block. Crowd seems to have some disagreement that there was no foul call, but it will just fall out of bounds, and possession will stay with Oregon. Yeah, nothing much there, Brad. Really no need for a foul. Nice contest. Um, Brief this deflection out of bounds, so Oregon will have an inbounds play here. We're going to see Gardner re-enter for Reese, as well as seeing Adley Blacklock get her first time here. Another quick two being put up by U of O, not able to let it drop 0 for 5 in their last field goals attempts. Have not put away a bucket in the last three and a half minutes, just showing how Oregon State's defense is working. Now down low, Gardner able to find some open space, takes another quick two. This one just falls out. That one looked like it had already dropped, but it falls out. And Oregon going to keep it to an eight-point gap, trying to bring it down to five or six. Jay taking some time at the free throw line. This two going to be thrown up and missed by Chance Gray. The Beavers again, another chance to respond. Yeah, Oregon just can't get their shot to fall. Uh, but to me, his shot looked halfway down there, Brad. Just rimmed out. Now seeing Beers and Gardner work out, they're going to be able to get the pass out to Von Olhoff and off the from the rim, tries to collect her own rebound. But it comes away with the Ducks. Gray looking at response, has a little bit of space, gives it back out to Wagner. Her three-point attempt just off the mark. Rebound comes with Perova. And now Von Olhoffen slowing things down, hearing some words from head coach Scott Ruick. Just trying to find the pace that works right for the Beavers. Find a play. Blacklock for three. This one's good. Adley Blacklock from the right wing sinks three. And Oregon State on a 7-0 run in the last three minutes, 40 seconds. Timeout. Yeah, and that's what Ruck was telling Olaf in the action there. Oregon State executed it perfectly for Adley Blacklock, who on her first shot of the night drains the easy wide open three-pointer in Oregon State, now up by 11. Media timeout call, but Oregon State up 26 to 15, leading the Ducks here in this rivalry series matchup. You're listening to KBVR FM 88.7. We'll be right back. Tired of the nine to five grind? Looking for a chance to brave the wilderness? The OSU Bird Nerds have you covered. Our weekly campus bird walks are sure to provide the adventure you've been looking for. Join us Mondays at 4.15 outside the Nash Hall Archway to discover the breathtaking birds of the Pacific Northwest. For more information and events, find us on Instagram at OSU Bird Nerds. That was at OSU Bird Nerds. Stay nerdy, stay birdy. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. 
And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KVVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Welcome back to KBR FM 88.7. Oregon State lead 26 to 15 over Oregon. Four minutes, 22 seconds left here in the second quarter. And I gotta say, TS, we have seen the Ducks offense come to a screeching halt. They have, and they've been looking at their uh, main player, Chance Gray, to get them going. Uh, but she's now one for five and missing her easy shots. Um, and with those not falling, They've been looking for other players to step up, but no one has stepped up yet for the Ducks. Very uh, contrary to the Beavers, who really all it took was one. It took Tamia Gardner to make a few shots to get them going. And even though, you know, Dominique Prover, Hansford, they haven't been hitting their shots tonight, other players are stepping up. We saw Adley Blacklock come in there and hit a three-pointer. Hunter came in, had a couple easy layups. So they've been really using their bench that they've done all year long, and Oregon has not been able to find that. And if Gray um, and Che, uh, continue to struggle tonight. It's going to be hard for them to get back in this game. Yeah, Van Sluden leading for the Ducks with five points. Right behind her is Sarah Rambus with four. Who I believe, as you mentioned, averages about two or three a night. So trying to have her step up for Oregon. But right now, we're seeing the Beavers play some great shutdown defense, being able to hold off the Ducks here in the first half, looking to suppress that offense for four more minutes here before halftime. Williams, she's going to take a three with not a lot of time on the shot clock. Bounces up, Beers drops down with the rebound. And Oregon State, another chance to extend the lead already. An 11-point deficit down low. Beers spins, goes up with the left, not able to let this one fall, but shooting foul is called on Basham. And now Reagan Beers will head to the line for two. Yeah, Basham then picks up the foul. But something interesting uh, for Reagan Beers tonight is I've noticed every time uh, Che, of course, a very strong presence for the Ducks, has been in. Beers has turned and just kicked it back out. But this time with Basham on, not quite as strong defensively as Che, uh, she went and attacked immediately. So something to watch, see if uh, Beers um, gets going here maybe with Basham and with Che comes back in. She'll keep attacking. Uh, but definitely something to look at here for the Beavers. And I think it's a good note to see that Oregon have obviously done their research. They know how threatening Beers can be in the paint. So usually when she receives a pass, she immediately gets double teamed. Now she will have a shooting foul. It was Basham who's going to be able to draw that one. She'll head to the line for two. Yeah, as I was saying, the defense from the Ducks has been doing well trying to suppress Beers. And you've already seen her trying to look for more of those quick passes out, trying to find the openings on three, trying to capitalize on that overcommit towards herself. Yep. But what's scary, what's scary for the Ducks there as well is that while they are committing over num uh, many numbers to Beers, they're down by 12, and Beers really hasn't established her, herself yet. Um, so they're going to have to switch something up for sure if they want to get back uh, in this game. Yeah, we've been seeing Gardner, of course, leading. She's four for seven from the field with nine points. Beers, she has put up six. Von Olhoffen, she's put up six as well. Hunter sitting at four. And, of course, Blacklock hitting that one three, putting up more points now. She's going for another. This one a little bit more range off the rebound. Von Olhoffen tipped it away. And Von Sluten takes it back down the court. She's going to take a mid-range two, drains this one for the Ducks, bringing them 
back within nine, a much needed point there for U of O. But once again, Vance Luton, they haven't been able to get other players involved, but just a, a great shot there, able to find space, Vance Luton again. Now in close, it was Heidi on the attempt, not able to get it over the rim. Of course, I think that is a matchup between Shea and Heidi that favors Shea, has a little bit more size, a little bit more power and presence in the paint. So we'll be looking to see more of that 1v1 later on now. Shea going toe-to-toe, -to -toe. once again goes up with the left, tries to put it off the glass, not able to drop, but off the hands of Gardner. A little bit of miscommunication between her and Heidi, and it's just going to be tapped out of bounds by two Oregon State players, and U of O will regain possession at the baseline. Yeah, an unusual there from uh, Chance Gray, passed up a wide open three-pointer, when she's a 42% three-point shooter on the year, maybe trying to get some of her other teammates involved as her shot has struggled. Now we're seeing some more movement coming through. Gray looking for a way through, gives it back down to Che, goes up at the left again. This one still not dropping, rebound picked up by Blacklock. Oregon State trying to get back to that deficit. The three from the corner just missed. It was Perova on the attempt, not able to make it drop. The Ducks heading right back the other way, trying to respond. Back out, another quick shot being attempted by Priscilla Williams, not able to make it fall. Rebound again picked up by the Beavers, and we're starting to see the field goal shooting from both teams struggling a little bit. U of O currently one of their last 12 field goal attempts, and Oregon State one of their last seven. Now a traveling call, excuse me, no, it was actually a foul call. Illegal screen there by Sila Heidi, uh, trying to create space for Van Olhofen. That will create a turnover as we see a flurry of substitutions come through from Oregon State. Hansford back on the court, Marat back on the court, trying to find a way through this defense. And right now the Ducks just looking to find a little bit more success on their offense, currently shooting 28% from the field. Von Sluten trying to improve upon that, not able to make a drop. A rebound is going to be collected by Williams. Up top, Gray driving middle, looking for a way through, tries to go up, and it looks like shooting foul will be drawn. It was A.J. Marat on the defense. Couldn't believe it had her hands straight up, but still that little bit of physicality can mean a lot in those shot attempts. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, Brad has not had her hands straight up. Uh, but Gray on the other side, wisely attacking the body of Murat, and she hasn't been able to have her shots fall. And when that's happening, what better to do but drive in uh, for the layup and try and draw a foul we can shoot from the charity strike. And she gets her first attempt from the line, able to put away second free throw. This one off the mark. Che tries to pick up the rebound. Reese on the ground, tries to collect it. Gray dishes it back out. The Ducks going to get a second attempt here. Gray resetting the offense, steps back, takes a deep three. This one's good. Gray puts a free throw away and then answers with a three. And the Ducks back within five. Less than a minute here in the second quarter. Gardner tries to respond. This one not able to drop. Foul called on Reese. Wait. It looks like some confusion and then a bit of a change on the call. It looks like. The official initially said it was a foul on Che, then seemed to change their mind. The, the crowd was unhappy, and the refs seemed to change their mind and call that one on Reese. 
very unusual uh, decision there. Um, a bit, you know, very strange there um, by the ref. Maybe had it wrong in the first place. But this will send the Ducks to the line uh, now in the bonus, Brad. Yeah, Che going to get two shots for Oregon, a chance to potentially bring this team back within three. Of course, Che only sitting at two points, but has been doing a lot of work on the rebounding side. She's already had nine rebounds here at the first half, looking, of course, for that double-double, just trying to pick up the pace on points. But her first free throw up and good. Makes it three and brings the Ducks back within four. Yeah, she's the Pac-12 leading uh, leader in double-doubles with her 14th the other night. Uh, looking to have that again uh, tonight here against the Beavers. And she sinks her second free throw. Now U of O back within three points. Hunter picking up the pace. The crowd here at Matthew Knight Arena getting loud for the Ducks. Oregon State going to have to try and shake it off on the offensive end. Reese off the screen. Hunter takes a long two, puts it away, drops it off, and will bring the Beavers up to 30. The freshman quiets the crowd here at Matthew Knight Arena. Now Gray getting a play from head coach Kelly Graves, looking for some movement. Jay, control at the elbow, looking for a pass out, gives it to Von Sluten in that 1v1 versus Gardner, trying to find a way through, puts up another two, this one off the glass and off the hand of Che. It looked to be off Hansford for a moment, but the official says it was off of Che, and with five seconds left to go here in the second quarter, Hunter storming down the court. She takes a dribble, she takes two, but it looks like there was a collision between Reese and Gray. The whistle was blown and the play was stopped. A very unusual play with only that one second left on the clock, but I believe Gray trying to follow Hunter there just ran straight into Reese yeah, as we, we see it on the replay. We saw Reese kind of set a bit of a long screen mm -hmm. and Gray didn't seem to be watching, ends up running straight through her. And now Reese gives it over to Hansford, not able to put up the shot, but that will mark the end of the second quarter and of the first half. Oregon able to bring themselves back within five points, but the Beavers continue to lead 30 to 25 here in Eugene, Oregon. You're listening to KPBR FM 88.7, and we'll be right back. that Community Outreach Incorporated provides health services to thousands of people in the Lynn, Benton, and Lincoln counties? Last year, more than 200 volunteers, including doctors, nurses, pharmacists, dentists, and physical therapists, treated over 2,000 uninsured or underinsured patients. COI also has a clinic for veterans who are unable to travel long distances for care or those who are scheduled more than 30 days out of an appointment at a VA medical center. For more information on how to access COI's health services, please call 541-758-3000, extension 110. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. 
Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Hey Beavers, Oregon Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. Welcome back, everyone, to KBBR-FM 88.7. Halftime here at Matthew Knight Arena. Oregon State lead Oregon 30-25 to in this rivalry series matchup. We've seen a back and forth between these two teams really a battle of the defenses as the offense is kind of struggling to get going a little bit more consistently. Both these teams finding some runs here and there, but ultimately not able to stay super consistent as a unit. Yeah, it's been a strange bit of a sluggish start uh, for both teams on offense. We've seen both defenses be really involved um, in shutting the other down. Um, but for Oregon State, who had 91 on Sunday against Utah, they'll definitely want to focus on their offense a bit at half. They've held Oregon to 25, um, which is characteristic for them as they've this year they've limited to their opponents to about 34.5% shooting, one of the best in the nation at doing that. Um, but for Oregon, this is what they, which is what they liked being in Brad. They've been in uh, close games all year, and they've been very good in clutch moments. Um, so we'll see how that plays down down the stretch if Oregon can keep this game uh, close. But a bit of an odd feel for Oregon State having only shot 39% um, to Oregon's 29%. Um, but it feels like it should be maybe a little bit of a. Uh, greater lead for Oregon State in a way because Oregon, their shot has really struggled tonight. Uh, they've struggled to get people going. I think the biggest thing we've seen is the Ducks being able to really shut down the Beavers in the paint. We've known that's where Oregon State likes to live. You know, of course, looking towards Beers, looking towards Gardner, even even looking towards Heidi and Reese to try and make an impact down low. Their opponents have been doing well, being able to try and put a stop to these players. And Oregon has been doing very well of it, as we saw a lot in that first half, forcing Oregon State to try and toss back out from beyond the arc, look for more of those lower percentage shots, as we've seen 12 of the 31 field goal attempts from the Beavers be three-pointers, and they've only put away two of those 12. So props to Oregon for being able to keep Oregon State from range, but ultimately, with the amount of attempts that they've been getting, they're still able to have a little bit more consistency than the Ducks. Yeah, I think part of that has been their zone. Um, with Oregon running a 3-2 zone, it has left Oregon State plenty of space on the perimeter. But they have, they're only 2 for 12 on the night, shooting three-pointers, while Oregon is 1 for 3. Um, so they've been settling a lot, and I think 
at half Scott, Rurek is going to talk to his team to try and get them to attack more. Um, I think he might focus on Beers because she's had plenty of opportunities. But is passing them up for open threes. Um, but they're not falling. I think what they got to do is attack. And when they have attacked, they looked very solid tonight. Um, and Oregon, because their shot hasn't been falling, of course, only one for three from three as well. Um, they have been looking to attack all night, uh, different than the Beavers who've been selling, as I mentioned, for the three-pointers. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what Oregon State does at halftime, then maybe when they come back out, how they change their offense, how they can get more players involved, um, and change the movement around a little bit to exploit the zone that Oregon is in. And I think you made a great point, of course, having other players really step up. That is what Oregon State has had to do, of course. They've had 12 points off the bench out of their 30, compared to Oregon, who's only had four points off the bench. So just showing the real depth that the Beavers have on the bench, being able to really find those opportunities with all players, of course, looking towards players like Gardner, who's, of course, stepped up, currently leading with nine points. Blacklock hitting a solid three and then always looking towards Hunter, Beers, Yvonne Olhoff and so we'll see if that trend is able to stay, if Oregon is able to adapt. They made a, had a much better look in those final minutes of the second quarter really showing that adaptation being able to shut down Oregon State a little bit more of course OSU led 19 to 11 after the first quarter and then Oregon able to bring it back within five so 30 to 25, still a very close game, but it's going to be coming to the adaptations from the coach, looking for those notes, moving through halftime, and looking for a change to kind of propel them into a more solid state moving into the back half. Yeah, we'll see how each team comes out. I think whichever team starts on the front foot uh, will really have a big advantage, of course. Uh, both teams have had some very strong second halves as of late. Uh, Oregon did trail by to Colorado by uh, 20 at halftime, uh, but were able to draw within seven. Of course, Colorado being a very strong team, similar to Oregon State. Uh, and we'll see if they can, as the lead is only five, um, so if they can play how they did the other night against Colorado, then they'll be set against this Oregon State team. But for Oregon State, they'll just look to keep getting things going. Um, I think their shot, of course, hasn't been falling. Uh, but if, if they can get some of the three points made, of course, attack, I think, you know, with a five-point lead, I think that lead can easily be extended. Um, I look for them to put their foot down when they come out of the break. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to be looking more towards Kelsey Reese um, for Oregon State. Of course, the Utah transfer originally from Australia. She's currently sitting at 0 for 1, has only put up one field goal attempt here this game. Usually likes to put up quite a few points, likes to make a very solid impact for the Beavers, whether it be from down low, but she's also right, proven that she's comfortable shooting from range. So she's been very quiet here for the Beavers. We'll see if she's able to get some more attempts, kind of trying to work more with Beers, with Gardner, trying to find those quick passes, looking for those openings to try and break down the Ducks defense from all angles. But it's really up to Oregon State and head coach Rook to see if they're going to be able to make that change, find that adaptation. It is, yeah, and they only have, both teams only have five players who have scored, which is very usual for Oregon, but for Oregon State, a team that thrives off their bench play, um, those players, or including their starters, haven't really been able to come in um, and make an impact. It's really looked like a few players establishing themselves, as you mentioned, Timir Gardner, uh, Donovan Hunter, Tulia Von Olofen has gotten involved for the Beavers. Um, and for Oregon, of course, Vance Luton has really kept them in this game, but 
Gray got going at the end of the half um, on that large run. They went on, we saw her make a deep three organs only of the half, um, which was big for them. If she can get, get going here, then Oregon is easily in this game against the Beavers. Yeah, the crowd absolutely lit up. You could really feel the atmosphere when she stepped back, was able to sink that big three to bring Oregon really in contention, keep them close. Of course, without that, it would be an eight-point game right now, which seems just much further away than five. So a huge bucket there. We'll see if Oregon is going to have to try and take some more attempts from beyond the arc, trying to sink more of those threes, find a little bit more consistency from range. But really, that is up to them once again. You're listening to KBR FM at 88.7. We'll be right back in a bit with the third quarter between Oregon State and Oregon. Welcome back, everyone, to KBVR 88, KBVR FM 88.7. We're here at Matthew Knight Arena, about to get underway with the third quarter between Oregon State and Oregon. The Beavers currently leading 30 to 25. Talked about it quite a bit in the halftime show. Talked about how both these teams struggled a little bit offensively, but that is mainly because the defense of both sides have been airtight as of late, forcing a lot of low percentage shots, playing a, some very tight zone between both sides. But we'll see if either team is able to take control after taking this break in the half, trying to find those changes moving forward. Yeah, both defenses have been swarming. Uh, for sure. It'll, it'll be up to whichever offense can get going first, whichever offense can establish themselves here at the start of the second half. As five seconds left on the game clock, the tip of the second half just about to begin. Yeah, of course, U of O still looking to chip away at this lead. They've been doing well. We're down by 10 at some point, brought it back within five, looking to try and continue this run, trying to bring it back. But of course, the Beavers trying to just keep Oregon at an arm's length here, trying to keep that distance, trying to keep that lead in this away game here in Eugene. But the Ducks are going to get the ball back at the end, or at, excuse me, at the start of this quarter. So we'll see what they're able to do with it, try and pick up an early point, look for a way through, try and start this quarter off right, continue moving forward offensively, and it's gonna be up to Oregon State to try and put a stop to it. We are underway, Van Sluten to inbound it back to Gray. Hunter playing close defense already. Looking to shut down the Ducks before they even get started. Van Sluten taking a step back, being guarded by Von Olhoven off the screen from Che, looking for some movement. Now this one gonna be off the foot of A.J. Marat. It was a bounce pass attempt from Priscilla Williams. Ball will remain with the Ducks already. Time chipping off that shot clock. Beavers holding tight. Inbound pass towards Shea off the screen. And Sluton and sends it out to Gray. Had that one three-pointer at the end of the second quarter. Might be looking for some more success from range. Eight seconds left into Shea. Sends it back out to Williams. Takes it, drives, sends a high two up. This one off the front of the rim. Rebound picked up by Reese. Oregon State able to shut down the Ducks in the first possession of the quarter. But nice action there for Oregon. Trying to get other players involved as well as Van Sluton sharing the ball with Williams. 
quick give and go between Von Olhoffen and Beers. Von Olhoffen rips this one back up top to Reese. Bounce pass in to Beers again. She's just going to take the quick jumper past Jay. And Reagan Beers adds on two more. She's sitting at eight points now, extends the lead for the Beavers to seven as the first minute comes to a close here. Reese trying to strip this one away from Basham. Not quite able to do it. She's going to retain possession at the elbow. Gives it over to Von Sluten again in close to Shea. Looking for a way through. Fakes the pass, spins, tries to put it up off the glass. Clean stop from Beers. She picks up the rebound, sends it away. Yeah, Beers threw 11th rebound on the night. Looking to possibly uh, break her own record for Oregon State as she set about a couple weeks ago versus Arizona State of 21. And Beers, of course, already easily in double-double territory. She puts up this bucket. She'll find it off the glass, not able to let it drop. Might be able to pick up her own rebound. Does so, sends away Jay, and now some, some contact. Oregon State will get possession back. But it looked like when Beers dove for that ball off the rebound, it fell all the way past the arc, had some contact with Gray, and it looks like play will be stopped. We're going to take a moment here as Gray is able to walk off the court. Yeah, I think Beers hit with the size advantage there as they both dove for the floor. Yeah, uh, just made a little bit of contact rest. with Gray. Maybe she, I think she might have bonked her knees, but it looks like she's heading back to the locker room. Um, hopefully she's okay and is able to return to the game. Yeah, the 6'4 sophomore compared to the 5'9 sophomore, definitely size difference there, but play will resume immediately. Oregon State still up seven. The three from the corner from Von Olhoffen, not able to make it go. Quick pressure coming through from the Beavers, trying to rip this one away. Now into the corner. Williams gives it over to Che. Back out to Von Sluten. Drive stops at the free throw line, takes a quick jumper, not able to let this one drop. Beers picking up another rebound. Down low, immediately Oregon State to answer. Marat, she tries a three from the corner. Rees able to send this one off of Basham and out of bounds. Oregon State will retain possession at the baseline. Gardner and Hansford re-enter. Similar to last half, Brad, getting subs in early. Um, looks like the same substitutions as the first half. Looking to get his uh, Hansford, of course, going as well. Now will be a steal from Von Sluten on the inbound pass. Hunter guarding Von Sluten close, not giving her any time to breathe. Now force respect as we do see Gray back on the court for the Ducks. Williams taking a drive down low. She will just head right back out, gives the bounce pass to Che, steps back, takes a two off the glass, gets two more. 32 to 27, Oregon State continue to lead by five, but the Ducks showing that they are still in this one. Hansford out to Hunter in close. Gardner spins, shoots, is able to draw a shooting foul. Looked to get her wrist hit there, and she will get two attempts from the line. Yeah, very similar to what they did the first half. Tamia Gardner once again posting up at the, the free throw line. Um, doing the same turn, jump shot, this time fouled. Uh, but Oregon State looking to move the ball around to find those gaps in the zone as Tamia Garner is at the free throw line. Um, misses that one, Brad, but usually a very good uh, free throw shooter um, for Oregon State. Her second foul. Yeah, her no first foul. attempt just off the front of the rim and away. 
Yeah, a 90% free throw shooter, as I was saying, on the year. So uncharacteristic for Bucci Sinks, the second one. I mean, it does get loud in here. The crowd seems to erupt, trying to distract that free throw shooter. They are going to be able to take one off. Oregon State, 32 to 29. The Ducks staying close, staying persistent, trying to cut down this lead. It's going to be Oregon at 28. Gray for a way past Hansford, gives it in close to Williams, stops close, sends it back out. Now will be back to Von Sluten, down low to Che, trying to get her to work once again against Beers, tries to put it up with the left, makes it go, Che. Adds on another two, sitting at eight points now, three for seven, starting to get more and more consistent, getting comfortable against Reagan Beers in the paint. Gardner turns, spins, fires for two more. Gardner answers right back for the Beavers. She's sitting at 12 points now, five for nine from the field, has really been leading the Beavers here when they needed her to step up. Fire from Gray off the front of the rim, rebound picked up by Hansford. Another stop for the Beavers, looking to re-extend this gap. Bunnelhoff and stops her dribble down low to Beers, sends it up, tries to get it off the glass, and Shea has been winning this matchup time and time again, offensively and defensively, able to just use that size, providing a lot of work for Oregon. Yeah, she does have a four-inch size advantage on Beers. Um, not something Beers is used to facing um, during the year. Now, a long two being put away from Williams. Oregon back within four now, 35 to 31. Just over five minutes left to go here in the third quarter. This one being put up and sunk by Von Olhoffen. Looking to see, once again, those typical players stepping up. Hunter, Beers, Von Olhoffen, and Gardner. All doing quite a bit of work. The Ducks looking to respond once again. Keep this back and forth going offensively. Gray puts in a jump shot, two more. And another exchange of blows. Oregon back within four. The Beavers just cannot seem to find a comfortable gap. Their defense being pinned down time and time again. The Oregon has done a great job of penetrating in this second half, uh, finding easy looks with uh, Che and Gray, of course, establishing themselves. Now it looks like Shea will find her first personal of the night as we head to a media timeout. Oregon State 37, Oregon 33. Four points separating these two teams. You're listening to KBBR FM 88.7. We'll be right back after the break. Call in all line dances. Whether you're new to the range or it ain't your first rodeo, you're invited to the Philomath Country Line Dance. Join fellow beginning to advanced dancers at Mary's River Grange in Philomath to unleash your inner cowboy. Experience DJ Luke Coomer's tunes as you meet new people and improve your coordination. The party begins on Friday, November 3rd from 7 to 10 p.m. and will continue monthly every first Friday. Concessions will be available and tickets run from $5 for adults to $4.18 and under. Yeehaw! Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. 
Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to KPBR FM 88.7. About to get started with the back half of the third quarter. Oregon State leading the Ducks 37 to 33. But the Ducks have been keeping it close. Their offense are really starting to hit their stride in this matchup. They're four for five in their last five attempts from the field. Starting to work more and more efficiently. The Beavers still been able to keep their distance, been able to keep this one to a two possession game. But the Ducks showing that they are still here, they are still alive, and they still have a chance of keeping this one close and potentially bringing it back in their own favor. Yeah, if the trend continues, Brad, Oregon will surely be right back. Um, well, they are right back in this game, but they will easily cut down on that four-point that Oregon State has. Um, and for Oregon State, they've been doing similar things they did in the first half, um, unable to sink most of their shots. But everything they have made has come from that free throw line in the zone. That's what the gap is. And if they can keep making that shot, it'll open up other options. Uh, where in the first half, they started going cold from there, um, and things closed up for them. But if they can keep that going, then I think the things will start to open up. Uh, for Oregon State. Play resumes here. Beavers getting possession back. Schuler on the court now for Oregon State. Three being attempted by Hansford, not able to make it drop. Oregon right back on the offensive side. Von Sluten taking off the screen, tries to go up for two, will be able to draw a shooting foul. A little bit of confusion from the Oregon State oh, players. Thought it was clean, but it will be on Von Olhoffen as Von Sluden will get two attempts from the line. Yeah, both players in disbelief there. Um, you know, wondering who did it, but Olhoffen got that arm in there, um, disrupted Van Sluden's shot, and Van Sluden hits the free throw line. She puts away her first, her eighth point of the game. Of course, her, Jay, and Greg all sitting at eight. The second free throw off the mark, picked up by Beers on the rebound. Jane Gray giving no space to Schuler down court, forces her to work her way through midcourt, giving her some space now. Hansford in close, Beers in that 1v1 against Shea now. Von Olhoffen able to send this one out towards Gardner, just able to hang on to it. Von Olhoffen running out of time, five seconds left on the shot clock. Another bounce pass to Beers, sends it out to Gardner. She has to take the three under pressure off the right side of the rim, rebound will result in a jump ball between Schuler and Rambus. And possession will stay with the Beavers. They're going to get it back at the baseline. You're unable to find any gaps or any openings, really, as they work the ball around the perimeter. Great defense, great movement by Oregon. But the inbound pass will fall immediately. Went to Gardner, able to set up two off the glass. Cannot provide those openings if you're the Ducks. Five-point lead now. Still standing between the Ducks and equalizing here. Che looking for two more again, going toe to toe with Beers. And Beers has not been able to find a stop on the defensive side for a long time. She has not been, and Che now has her 15th double double of the year. She's looked really solid tonight and is definitely winning that battle against Beers. So we'll see if Beers kind of able to change that up. Garner taking another two, this one just skipping. Off the front side of the rim, rebound collected by Oregon. Now only down three, 39 to 36. A chance 
to equalize here. Gray trying to get past Schuler off the grab. Reclaiming possession over to Williams. In close to Che. You see Von Olhoffen drop her defender, tries to help out. This three-point attempt just missed from Von Sluten. Rebound collected by Oregon State. Von Olhoffen resetting, looking for some movement. Gardner down to the bottom of the key, playing off the screen from Beers. Von Olhoffen finds some space, sends the pass back out to Hansford. Now in close, Beers spin move up with the left, not able to let it drop. Che once again holding the defense down in the paint, not letting Beers pick up any more points. This three-point gap still standing. The Ducks a chance to make it one. No, Von Sluten looks to cut it down to nothing. The putback attempt by Che just off target. Rebound will come away with the Beavers trying to head right back down court. This one snapped over Hansford. Has a little to say, gives it over to Schuler. Now to Von Olhoven setting back up for Oregon State. 145 left to go. Beers will finally connect, able to get that pass. Von Olhoven goes right back to her under the basket, able to pick up two more. It's been a battle here, Brad and Tamia Gardner. Beautiful pass, balance pass there to Beers. Finally able to get something going over Che. Both teams really going at it, unable to separate themselves from one another. We're seeing a couple more opportunities from distance for the Ducks. Von Sluten hasn't trying to take advantage, but Che continues to try and work. Will draw a shooting foul. And you can see her, see Reagan Beers looks to be a little bit fatigued as going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Che has really taken a toll, has picked up another foul. She'll get two more attempts from the free throw line. You can see Gardner and Beers discussing, trying to find out a way to stop Shea as she has really been the definition of unstoppable here. 10 points, 12 rebounds and looking mm -hmm. to just make that the beginning. Yeah, Gardner telling Beers, look, you gotta pick up your defense here, get back in it. Uh, Beers has looked a little bit out of it with Che being so dominant, as you mentioned. Uh, looks like Reese subs in for Beers, maybe trying to add that defensive presence um, with a little bit of added height. Um, but Oregon State has been um, leaving Che one-on-one. -on -one. Other than that one possession with Bowen Allhoffen, where she elected the double. But that left Oregon shooters wide open. Yes, Grace, Grace fans missed the wide open three. Uh, but very dangerous if Che can keep this up for Oregon State. Second free throw will be put away. And Oregon back within four, 41 to 37 now. As we will see Gray get some rest. The crowd erupting for her efforts here tonight. Schuler taking it down court for the Beavers, trying to extend this gap. Reese down low, Schuler. Not able to get it back. This one taken away by Von Sluten, heading back down on the break, looking for the quick layup. Finds the, the two more. The steal and bucket for Van Sluten. And now the Ducks back within two. 50 seconds left here into the third quarter. The crowd here getting louder and louder in Matthew Knight Arena. Von Olhoffen rips it across to Schuler, driving down from the corner. Whistle is blown, and it will be a turnover on Oregon State. The Ducks a chance to equalize in this matchup. The crowd having an effect there, surely, as Oregon State just couldn't find themselves uh, on offense. And Schuler called for the uncharacteristic travel as the game is now within two brad kennedy williams taking it down court trying to play off that screen from basham now gives it back out 
Gray looks for a drive, takes two steps, going to be blocked solidly by Reese. A big stop there as Reese does have those long arms, really just able to get over the top of Gray, shut that play down. Ducks wasting no time trying to get right back into it. Schuler trying to stay close to Gray, but so elusive, trying to go back out for two more. Another block from Reese. Rebound picked up and kept inbounds by Basham. Now Von Sluten drives, goes for two more. Another block for Reese. Back to back to back blocks from Kelsey Reese. Absolutely fantastic there in the paint of brick wall. Kelsey Reese. Just unstoppable on defense. She blocked Van Sluten twice, Basham the other time, and able to cause a violation as Oregon just couldn't get their shots over Reese's extended long arms. A couple boos coming out from the crowd. Maybe wanted a call on that final block. There looked to be a little bit of physicality. A couple players fell to the ground, but did look to be clean from our angle. Still two points separating these two teams. Final seconds of the quarter. Three being attempted from the corner. It's Reese, it's aired out. But that will mark the end of the third quarter. The Ducks able to bring themselves back within two. The Beavers able to hold on to their lead. But at the pace we're going, it doesn't look to be much longer. Beavers, 41, Ducks, 39. You're listening to KPR FM 88.7. We'll be right back after the break. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Hey Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Hey Beavers, Oregon Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. KBBR FM 88.7. We're about to get started with the fourth and final quarter in this rivalry series matchup between the Oregon State Beavers and the Oregon Ducks. We've seen a back and forth matchup time and time again, but the Ducks have been slowly chipping away at this lead quarter by quarter. Now back within two. They have the momentum. The crowd is into it. I got to ask you, T.S., do you think the Beavers are going to be able to hold on for one more quarter? I don't know, Brad. It's a close one. Now, 18th ranked in the country. They have been a winning team this year. And I'm gonna, I think the Beavers will be able to hold on to this one, as that is what winning teams do. Uh, but Oregon hasn't very good in the clutch this year. 
Of course, Chelsea Gray, or sorry, Chance Gray, 24 for 24 on the year in, in the clutch time on free throws. Kind of shows how good they've been um, with the clock winding down. Um, last time these, teams, these two teams played Oregon State, outscored Oregon 25 to 10 in the final quarter. But this time, as you mentioned, we were in Matthew Knight Arena. The crowd is on their feet. A difficult challenge for Oregon State to succumb. We'll see what happens here in the fourth quarter. I mean, I know we've both been in Guild Coliseum in Corvallis. That crowd can get pretty rowdy as well when it comes down to the final quarter. Seems to be the same way here in Matthew Knight Arena as this ball will be poked away from Che as we get things underway here in the fourth quarter. Oregon State able to shut down that early possession. Now looking to try and build themselves a two-possession lead. Bunnelhoff into Gardner. Now Blacklock takes a three. This one not going to be able to drop. Gardner picks up the rebound immediately back to Von Olhoffen. Now in close. Beers back in the game trying to find a way past Che out to Gardner. She's going to take the three. This one skips off both under the rim. Falls out. Rebound collected by the Ducks. They're going to let their offense get right back in rotation trying to find a way through Williams. Fakes a shot, now gives it over to Che, the one-handed pass off the glass. Che continues to be dominant. And with that bucket, the Ducks tie it up 41 to 41. Yeah, Beard's unable to do anything. Che just held that ball up high and easily put it in. Now Hansford, an open look on the three, is not able to make it go. And this is where, if you're an Oregon State fan, you need to see the Beavers start hitting their shots Otherwise, the Ducks are going to take full advantage, getting in close. They're going to Che once again. Beers looking for a stop up with the left. This one will finally be missed. Che's first miss in quite a while. Beers able to put a, lo a lot of pressure there, able to keep her out, create a little more distance between her and the rim. Oregon State trying to reclaim their lead. Hansford in close, gets a pass into Blacklock, up off the glass, picks up the and one. Adley Blacklock coming in clutch, gets two and a chance to convert it to three. Yeah, Che appears to be human there, Brad. First the missed shot, then the foul. But Oregon State, Scott Rear going through his tried and trusty play. We've seen this one time and time again with the backdoor screen. A beautiful pass by Hansford, a lot of pass over the top. And Adley Blacklock finishing off the pass and the play there. Drawing the foul. Momentum shift here in Matthew Knight Arena as the Beavers now remain up two as she misses the free throw. Yeah, Blacklock not able to make the three-point conversion come through. She's sitting at five points, of course, with that two we just saw and the early triple coming out. Now looking to pick up some more. The Ducks looking for some movement. Van Sluten over to Che. This duo seems to be very threatening. Gardner looking for a way to stop it, and it will be Von Sluten able to draw the foul on Gardner. So she's going to get two shots from the line and a chance to tie this ball game right back up. I don't know about that one. Brad, her hands were straight up, but it's once again attacking the body, and Van Sluten will go back to the free throw line, two of three on the night so far. Yeah, Van Sluten, Che, and Gray have all been making a huge impact as we knew they would. That trio currently having 31 out of the 41 points for the Ducks. And of course, seeing Williams pick up a couple points. We also talked about uh, Basham able to find a few early on. Now seems to have quieted down a little more, been relying on these three key players as Van Sluten will knock down the second free throw. Oregon back within one Oregon State 
Looking to re-extend this lead. Hansford from the left corner, draws the foul, and sinks the triple. Lily Hansford, a massive bucket there, and she's going to get an attempt from the line as well. Blacklock returning the favor once again, but this time the opposite side, Blacklock, the opposite pass all the way across the floor to Hansford, stretching the floor in the corner and somehow able to make that one and the foul. An incredible play by Hansford with her only her first three on the night as well. A big shot in clutch time moments. And she sinks the free throw as well. That brings it to a five-point gap and a quick four-point turnaround courtesy of Lily Hansford. The Ducks trying to get it right back. Gray for three, puts it back in response. My goodness, the Ducks wasting no time bringing three points back the other way. Oregon State still up 47 to 45. Pass down low from Von Olhoffen. Beers forced to turn away. Gives it right back up to Von Olhoffen. The Beavers need a shot here into Gardner. They go, she puts it away. Nothing but net picking up two more. She's at 16 on the night, seven for 14 from the field. I mean, if you need a big basket there to try and shut down momentum, you go to Gardner, she puts two more away. Yeah, same shot, that's the go-to. Fourth quarter, moments on the line, go back to what you've been doing all night, right to Gardner. But Oregon State, I mean, Oregon on the counter here. Now some quick movement coming in close. It's gonna be Van Sloot drawing another shooting foul in close. We're starting to see Shea and Van Sloot keeping some tough movement. It looks like it will be on Gardner. Seemed to get a little bit of touch in the hand from the back and now Van Sluten going to the line once again. She's three for five on the night from the free throw line, four for 14 from the field. She puts up the first one, makes it, now sitting at 12 points, trying to bring Oregon back within two. Yeah, no complaints there from Gardner. She's surely here from behind as Van Sluten was able to find a way into the lane. Now the rebound picked up by Che, and it looks like some contact here. And it was Von Olhoffen who fell to the floor, but it looks like the foul was on her. Tried to reach in and rip that one away from Che. So the ball will stay with the Ducks at the baseline. Down by 349 to 46. Van Sluten across to Gray. Chamberlain to her right. Williams down in the corner playing off the screen from Che now out to Van Sluten looking for a drive, finds the open space, uh, finds two more. Three, three, Able to drop seven. that one off the back iron, falls through 49 to 48. The Ducks still within one. The Beavers need another clutch basket here to try and shut down the momentum. Gardner takes the three from the left wing, knocks it down. A huge put away there from Gardner. We talked about clutching up, stepping up in these tight scenarios. Gardner does it beautifully, now sitting at 19 points. That will bring us to a media timeout. Oregon State 52, Oregon 48. We'll be right back after this short break. Tired of the 9 to 5 grind? Looking for a chance to brave the wilderness? The OSU Bird Nerds have you covered. Our weekly campus bird walks are sure to provide the adventure you've been looking for. Join us Mondays at 415 outside the Nash Hall Archway to discover the breathtaking birds of the Pacific Northwest. For more information and events, find us on Instagram at OSU Bird Nerds. That was at OSU Bird Nerds. Stay nerdy, stay birdy. 
Breaking news. Five Pac-12 schools announced departures from the Pac-12 conference in 2024. Whether you're checking in on sports, serious topics, or shocking events around the Corvallis community, the Daily Barometer is proud to be accessible to readers of all capabilities. If you feel as strongly about this goal as we do, we invite you to lend your voice for our article narration, allowing us to reach a larger demographic and expand our stories to those who wish to hear it. If you are interested in volunteering your voice, please email baro.ed.ast at oregonstate.edu. That was baro.ed.ast at oregonstate.edu. With your help, we can ensure the news remains accessible to all. Welcome back to KBBR FM 88.7. Oregon State lead this rivalry series matchup 52 to 48. We've seen these two teams going back and forth, shot for shot. We're seeing triple for triple in paint, paint points for paint points. We are seeing the back and forth continue on. Oregon, they've been trying to chip away at this lead. They've tied it up. They've brought themselves back within one, but the Beavers somehow always able to pick up one more and stay ahead. Yeah, who else for the Beavers but Tania Gardner. Wow, we saw her drill that three before we went into the timeout. But Oregon State has been keeping this, maintaining this four point, three to four point edge answering Oregon every time. We'll see how that continues here, Brad. The Oregon surely looking to chip away the lead once again with only six minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. We'll see how Tamia Gardner, if she can keep going. 19 points on the night, E for 15. She has been essential to Oregon State's offense. Not much we can say about her so far, Brad. I mean, indeed she has. She has been doing in a lot of work Reagan Beers also having double-double, 10 points, 15 rebounds. Has been getting beat time and time again by Che, but still putting up some solid numbers. And now the Ducks looking to bring it back within one possession. Have control, Van Sluten looking for a way through. Williams has a little bit of space, gives it off into the corner. Shot taken, this one's good. It's Ula Chamberlain getting her first points for the Ducks, and it couldn't have come at a better time. Nails a three from the corner, and Oregon back within one. Yeah, she's their best shooter, Braden. Finally looking to get going here in the clutch time. But Oregon State trying to answer back. Looking towards Beers, turns around, goes up to the left, puts up two more off the glass. Beavers keep that three-point lead, 54 to 51. Crunch time here, just over five minutes left on the clock. Van Sluten in close to Che, looking to do some more work. Gives it back out to Van Sluten, takes a quick jumper. This one off the back of the rim, a rebound collected by Gardner. And that was the first field goal we've missed, we've seen missed by Oregon in quite a while. Pretty much in the fourth quarter, both teams have been electric and on fire here. Polar opposite to what we've seen in the rest of the game, Brad. Yeah, Beavers currently five for five in their last field goal attempt. Looking to make it six for six as Gardner not able to make the quick jumper drop. So Oregon not going to get punished for that miss. Now Gray, she takes one from the elbow. This one nothing but net. Chance Gray again keeping the Ducks within one point now. The Beavers looking to re-extend. A missed opportunity here could definitely mean the lead and potentially the rest of the game. A D3 from Von Olhoffen rolls out of the rim. Rebound collected again by Che. Gray taking this one down court, looking to make this possession really count. The yeah, only down one, they can take the lead for the first time here in ages, maybe in the game, Brad. 
Now Gray stops her dribble, gives it back out to Van Sluten being guarded by Gardner, trying to play off the screen from Che. Another drive coming through, sets it up with the right. This one off the rim, a rebound tapped away. Van Sluten comes away with it now, up to Chamberlain. She's going to take the three for the lead. No, off the back of the rim. Just missed. Rebound by Gardner again. Von Olhoffen taking it down court, slowing down the offense. Three and a half minutes left to go here in the fourth and final quarter between Oregon and Oregon State. Von Olhoffen playing off the drive. It looks to be a foul. I believe it was on Van Sluten. And now we are going to see a timeout being called, but Beavers continue to lead by 1.54 to 53, keeping this one close. Oregon still trying to do their best to chip away at this lead. As we mentioned, they've been getting closer and closer. OSU, they were able to build an eight-point lead after the first quarter. Quarters two and three, both 14 to 11 in favor of the Ducks. So able to get three points back in the second, three points back in the third, now leading by one point in this quarter. So just getting closer and closer, but the Beavers just able to keep them far enough away. But as we see the crowd get more and more rowdy, more and more riled up supporting the Ducks here at Matthew Knight Arena, it beco becomes to look even more difficult for the Beavers to really clutch up and retain this lead. Yeah, Oregon has not led tonight, but the, the Ducks and Chance Gray trying to trying to change that, Brad. Chance Gray has been getting the crowd up as well. Every time she makes a basket, pumping them up, trying to get them going as it's only a one-point game with three and a half minutes left. But the key to the, for Oregon's offense really has been Che. Um, as we talked about earlier, she's been fantastic. But as Oregon, all the recent plays, She's been clogging the lane, Brad, and she has been well, that stalwart getting offensive rebounds, creating offensive uh, three-pointers as well. Um, and it's been hard for Oregon State to move around her and try and contest shots with her clogging up. Um, her presence has surely been felt tonight. Yeah, we talked about that trio time and time again. Gray, Che, and Van Sluten now sitting at 40 points. That trio, 13 for Gray, 13 for Che, and 14 for Van Sluten. Van Sluten, she started off a little bit quiet as well in this matchup as of late, has really been producing a lot of opportunities, whether she, even if she's not able to put up the bucket, she's able to get in close, draw players, try and find a pass out, or at least draw a foul, go to the free throw line. She's shooting four for seven from the charity stripe, trying to look for more and more of those opportunities. As you mentioned, Che, of course, working well in the paint, still posing a threat to anyone who chooses to defend her. Brave and a huge playmaker as well with those 13 points. Two for two from beyond the arc. Always seems to be a threat. Chamberlain, of course, knocking down her first three, her first points of this game. And we'll see if the Ducks are able to connect more of that offense together, work with their defense, try and minimize the opportunities for the Beavers try and take this lead. Once again, three and a half minutes left to go. The Beavers retake possession. This one gonna be tapped out of bounds by Chamberlain. You can see already the close pressure in the corner of the Ducks trying to really keep away those chances. Hunter, it's inbounded for Oregon State. Over to Von Olhoffen. Tingling for some movement, Hunter. Will retake control over to Hansford. She has an open three. She takes it. It's good. Hansford knocks down another big three here for Oregon State. 
Yes, just one for four, but that's not who you want to leave open if you're Oregon. Oregon State's best three-point shooter, one of the best in the country, Lily Hansford, drains that three-pointer from the wing. Now the Ducks looking for a way to respond. Four-point lead. They don't want to let it build from that gray. Gives it out to Williams, looking for Che, trying to find a way past Beers. Spin move, getting physical off the glass, not able to let this one grab, but she grabs her own rebound, shoves away the defender, puts up two more, keeping the Ducks within two, 57 to 55. Two and a half minutes left to go. Hunter and Von Olhoffen passing back and forth. Von Olhoffen drives, looking to try and take a defender with her. It will be tapped out of bounds by, it looks like, Williams. And Beavers going to keep possession on the baseline. Head coach Ruick signaling for a play. But Olhoffen will inbound it. Oregon State stacking up. They're going to give it out to Hunter. Let her reset here. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Hunter to Von Olhoffen. Across to Hansford. She's going to take the three. This one good again. Lily Hansford. Three for three in her last three th three-point attempts makes it 60 to 55. The Ducks need to find a way to cover her. What did I say, Brad? Don't leave her open. One of the best shooters in the country as Ula Chamberlain just left her an easy gap with the jab step and she just sinks that one home. And now fadeaway two being attempted by Gray. Misses off the top of the backboard. Rebound collected by the Beavers. Now a chance to really extend this lead. Even one more bucket will bring it to a seven-point gap. That is not what the Ducks need here. They need a big stop, and you can see the Beavers draining this clock. More than happy to let time tick down. A minute 30 left to go here in this game. Five seconds on the shot clock. Beers looking for a way past Che. Will go up for two more. Beers finding some success late. And that's a huge basket, 62 to 55. The Ducks starting to run out of time. They know it. Timeout being called by head coach Kelly Graves of the Ducks, trying to slow down, trying to retake control. Oregon State 62, Oregon 55. You're listening to KBBR FM 88.7. We'll be right back after this short timeout. Walking back to your dorm or car at the end of the day? Beaver Buddies are here to help. Beaver Buddies is a nighttime safety escort service aiming to help you get around campus safer. It is now operational in the Corvallis campus from the hours of 5 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. during the year. To request a walk, just use the Safe Ride app on your smartphone. A pair of Beaver Buddies will meet you where you are and get you to your destination. Stay safe, Beavs. Welcome back, everyone. Oregon State. Seven-point deficit now in their favor, able to hold down the Ducks. And, of course, they're 8 for 10 in their last field goal attempts, 3 for 3 in their three most recent, looking very efficient on the offensive side, really turning up the heat, putting the pressure on the Ducks to try and make this comeback happen. Williams, she takes a quick two. This one falls in, brings the Ducks back within five, but they need to find a defensive stop. Yeah, Hunter there just shaded away to uh, Che, of course, which allowed um, Williams wide open. But yeah, Oregon needs to stop here. Down five with less than a minute left. Final 50 seconds of the final quarter. Beers trying to find a way past Che. Goes up with the right, not able to let it fall in off the glass. Che finding another stop. Immediately back down court. U of O looking for a response. Williams 
sends it over to Priscilla Williams. At the top, Gray resetting. Timeout called again by the Ducks. We saw their offense getting a little stagnant there. Uh, head coach Kelly Gray is just taking it upon himself to immediately stop the clock, try and reset. They need to pick up these quick baskets to try and find a way to use that time efficiently as Oregon State looking to do their best to force those low percentage shots, try and force a miss, head back the other way with time in control. Yeah, Kogib's not liking what he was seeing. He knows every possession at this point in the game is crucial, especially down five. Uh, we'll see if he draw, draws up out of the timeout here. They'll have to get something. Um, you, they don't need a three-pointer just yet, Brad, down five, but it's getting close to that territory that they're not able to uh, trim this lead down um, to less. As looks like they set up on the inbounds play. We'll see who they go to here, Brad. I would expect they go to uh, Gray, uh, probably maybe Che as well. And they do go to Che, who gives it over to Gray. Jump shot, this yes, one knocked down. Great. You called it, Tia, and now a timeout called by Coach Ruick on the other side of the court for the Beavers. And now 28.9 seconds left on the clock. Three points separating these two rivals, the Beavers up 62 to 59, going back and forth again, seeing this trio work for the Ducks. I mean, Graves knows it, continues to go back and forth, Van Sluten, Che, and Gray putting in a lot of work with both Williams on the floor as well, Priscilla Williams and Kennedy Williams. Following them, making up that five, looking to find a final stop for the Beavers here. A, a stop on the defensive end here might mean the game. Yeah, it, it definitely could. And Oregon State, as they're up by three with the shot clock now turned off, Oregon will have to come up with a steal or uh, we'll have to foul as time winds down. But we're gonna see if they can make a basket here. That could be game uh, with such little time left on the clock. I think we definitely might be looking towards a foul opportunity from Oregon. We'll see if they choose to do it. Gardner inbounds it to Von Olhoffen. And as time winds down, a steal, a miss pass from Von Olhoffen. It's gonna be collected by Priscilla Williams. Timeout called by Oregon. A very bad misplay there from Talia Von Olhoffen. Tried a bounce pass out to Gardner to try and retake space. Ended up giving that one straight away. And the Ducks now have possession 21 seconds and a chance to tie this game up. Yeah, costly turnover there by Olhoffen. Um, that's not what Scott Rurek was looking for on the inbounds play. Olhoffen was definitely the security uh, security blanket as she ran somewhat to the corner as Reese and Donovan Hunter uh, went to the backcourt, sent the screens for one another. Uh, Olhoffen, of course, is a good three-point shooter, but, I mean, sorry, excuse me, free-throw shooter. Um, but they're caught in the corner, nowhere to go. Uh, just tried just to pass it out in Oregon, able to step in front and pause the turnover. Exactly what Kelly's was looking for. First he draws up the inbound play, they get that basket, quick basket I should say, to Gray, then they get the turnover. If you're the Ducks, this is looking promising to maybe cause overtime or even win this game only down by three. Uh, but surely they'll probably go for a three-pointer, you would think, Brad, as they come out of the timeout. Um, you never know, they could play the foul game, uh, but I would expect them to go back to, once again, uh, Gray. And if, not, if that's not there, maybe Che as well on the inside. Yeah, Gray currently shooting two for two 
from beyond the arc. So sinking two of those three-pointers might be looking towards her. It will be Van Sloot inbounding it for the Ducks. If we don't see an open look for her, they're most likely going to go down to Che, try and turn on Beers, try and find that quick two, then add up a foul to match the inbound pass. Will be to Gray, trying to find a way through. A missed pass. It will be collected by Chamberlain. Now Che down low. The foul will come through. A bit of disagreement between Oregon State and the officials, but it looks like the foul will be on Schuler, her first personal of the game, as we will see Che heading to the line. Yeah, not a great, free, not a great free throw, uh, shooter by her standards. Only 57% on the year. So see if she can be clutch and sink these here from the line to keep Oregon within striking distance at the end of the game. Yeah, only 12 seconds left here. We will see Tamiya Gardner re-enter for Schuler. Of course, adding a little bit more height, trying to pick up a potential rebound. And we could hear Ruick's disapproval with that foul called, was trying to discuss it with the official right after the play. First free throw up and missed by Che. Once again, 62 to 59, 12 seconds left. Jay puts this bucket away, will bring UFO back within two, but it will put possession back with the Beavers. Second free throw up and good. And a timeout immediately called by Oregon State. Two points up, 12 seconds left to go. I mean, this one coming down to the wire. TS, I, you gotta respect Oregon here. We've seen Oregon State, their last two games, they took down some very solid ranked opponents in Colorado and Utah. Oregon, they're not ranked. They're 11-11 overall, 2-7 and seven in the Pac-12, and we are seeing them go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Beavers here at home. Yeah, it's, it really is a showdown here at Matthew Knight Arena, but of course the rivalry series is always going to be a dogfight for one of the, possibly one of the last times in, in a long time that Oregon State will play here. Uh, so definitely wanted to pick up the win to the Pac-12 departing Oregon. But really is going down to the wire. We'll see what Scott Ruek is able to drop here. Hopefully able to, Oregon State's able to do a better job than they did on the previous play. Uh, well they'll, in, they'll inbound the ball from the same exact location. Uh, we'll see what he changes here. As the game is only a two-point lead for Oregon State. Of course, Oregon yet to lead in this one. And I think maybe the thing he might have said to his players here is if you can't get a shot off, take the foul. Because mm -hmm. we know Oregon State, pretty good free throw shooting team all around. And of course, if you're able to take that foul and just get the ball back for yourselves, get that opportunity from the free throw line might be better than of course what we saw last time where Von Olhoffen just tried to find a pass. Now Von Olhoffen will receive the inbound pass, will be fouled immediately by Chamberlain. So she's gonna get two shots from the line. And once again, that's one of those players that you don't want going to the line if you're U of O. She's gonna get two chances, excuse me, I don't know, this one not quite in the bonus yet. So we will go right back yep. to the sideline but U of O looking to force that bonus to try and send a player to the free throw line. Hansford inbounded again to Von Olhoffen, gonna be fouled once more, and that will bring us to the bonus now. So Von Olhoffen will 
get a one and one yep. here, trying to pick up two shots, trying to extend it to a four-point lead, which would be huge for the Beavers. Yeah, and uh, Scott Rook ran the same out-of-bounds play as he did the play before, getting the ball to Olafen, um, their best free-throw shooter, uh, the, the veteran, of course, the junior. Uh, but yeah, she'll have two shots here as it is a double bonus. Um, with the crowd on their feet being loud here at Mountainhead Arena. First free throw up and good from Von Olof and able to tune out the U of O crowd here in Eugene. Puts away the first, a second would make it a two possession game. 9.9 .9 seconds on the clock, second one up and good to Leah Von Olof and ice cold. And now the Ducks running out of time, running out of space, Gray, Tries to send it over to Che. It's going to be tapped away by Beer. She comes down with it. And, and Oregon, Oregon State hold on here in Matthew Knight Arena. Able to take this game 64 to 60. A back and forth all game long. But Oregon State clutch up, find some big plays in the final quarter there. Once again, a, only a four point gap separating these two teams, but the Beavers able to take this rivalry series game. Yeah, and on that last play, Brad, uh, Oregon did have a chance. Of course, 10, 10 seconds left for four points might have been slightly too much for them as they, they knew they'd bring the ball up the court. But Gray did pass up a wide open shot, trying to pass the ball on the tray um, as she did appear open. But Beers, unlike what she's been doing the rest of the night, able to step in front and tip that ball away um, to end the game. Um, but Oregon, a little disappointing there from them. They never had a lead, um, but still Kelly Graves has to be happy with his side. Uh, they were able to keep it close the whole game um, against such a talented opponent in Oregon State. Uh, but unfortunate for Oregon on that last play, but just some savvy skill by the veteran um, to leave on Olhoff and to sink those free throws to put the game uh, possibly too far out of reach for Oregon State. Yeah, as you mentioned, Head coach Kelly Graves got to be happy with the performance from his team. Didn't pick up the win, but kept it very close against a top-ranked team here in the NCAA. Of course, taking down some big opponents. This team of Oregon State has been hot, and U of O gave it their all, kept it within four points, made the Beavers really ice up there in the back half, put away some big shots. That they did, but once again, Final score of this rivalry series game, Oregon State 64, U of O 60. We're going to cut to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do a little post-game show, and then we'll end off once again 64 to 60. Beavers win it. We'll be right back. Calling all line dancers. Whether you're new to the range or it ain't your first rodeo, you're invited to the Philomath Country Line Dance. Join fellow beginning to advanced dancers at Mary's River Grange in Philomath to unleash your inner cowboy. Experience DJ Luke Coomer's tunes as you meet new people and improve your coordination. The party begins on Friday, November 3rd from 7 to 10 p.m. and will continue monthly every first Friday. Concessions will be available and tickets run from $5 for adults to $4.18 and under. Yeehaw! Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide-frame glasses, and, of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. 
Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic has, has a place for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. that Community Outreach Incorporated provides health services to thousands of people in the Lynn, Benton, and Lincoln counties? Last year, more than 200 volunteers, including doctors, nurses, pharmacists, dentists, and physical therapists, treated over 2,000 uninsured or underinsured patients. COI also has a clinic for veterans who are unable to travel long distances for care or those who are scheduled more than 30 days out of an appointment at a VA medical center. For more information on how to access COI's health services, please call 541-758-3000, extension 110. Welcome back, everyone, to KBVR-FM 88.7. We just wrapped up the rivalry matchup between Oregon State and Oregon. The Beavers able to take it in a final score of 64-60. to 60. was a great Back and forth matchup between both these teams, but Oregon State come out on top again, two for two versus the Ducks here this season, picking up their first win on New Year's Eve, doing it again here in February. But it was a great match, Tias. It was. It was back and forth the whole time, within 10 points, um, pretty much the whole game, other than that uh, first flurry from Oregon State. But Oregon did a great job of keeping it close. Uh, something they hoped to do down to the wire. But Oregon State able to pull it out. It really was a good one. Back and forth action, as we said. Both teams battling in the rivalry series. Uh, Oregon State, of course, as you just mentioned, Brad, going 2-2 two two on the year against Oregon um, as their program looks to continue uh, taking off, looking to make it back to the big dance for the first time since 2021. Slevon Olhoffen, the only one that was on that roster um, in the NCAA tourney. Huge tonight down the stretch. Uh, yes, she had that turnover, uh, but just thinking those free throws is Oregon State. Uh, one of the things they did better at the end, while Oregon has been good all year um, in clutch moments, Oregon State was the one tonight who made the big plays, um, sank the free throws uh, down the stretch, 8 for 11 on the game, um, better, th better than Oregon's 11 for 17. Of course, we saw Che miss that free throw at the end, possibly why it was a four-point, not three-point game. Um, it was slightly out of reach for them, uh, but just a big plays, big time moments here from Oregon State. Um, I mentioned Von Olhoffen, um, but you can't mention, or can't forget to mention, sorry, um, Tamia Gardner and Lily Hansford. Tamia Gardner, as we mentioned, really kept Oregon State in this game or ahead um, the whole time, kept answering back, and Lily Hansford was absolutely phenomenal in the second half. We saw her drill three state threes in the fourth quarter, one with the foul, uh, 10 points in the fourth, uh, just absolutely keeping Oregon State you know, with the lead. Um, she was Excellent tonight, Brad. Yeah, we saw Oregon do a great job shutting down some of the big weapons of the Beavers in Kelsey Reese, also in A.J. Marad. Both those players having zero points on the night, but that just allowed Oregon State to really show the depth of their bench. As you mentioned, Hansford, Gardner, even Adley Blacklock picking up a three and a field goal, picking up five points on the night, keeping Oregon State in it. 
I mean, we looked for that trio from the Ducks. They absolutely performed Gray, Che, and Von Sluten. A combined 45 points from those three players, which is absolutely crazy. Von Sluten with 14, Gray with 15, and Che with 16 points and 18 Ooh, rebounds. Man. An incredible stat line from here tonight. We were looking towards that 1v1 between her and Reagan Beers time and time again. We did see Beers heat up a little bit towards the back half of this game, but early on, Shea was absolutely dominant, picking up rebounds, picking up points every time she could. Definitely key factor here for Oregon. Kept them in this game, created so many great opportunities. And once again, the Ducks only losing by four definitely a solid look for this team and for this program it is yeah they of course in kind of somewhat of a rebuilding year uh, it takes efforts like these to uh, keep that program keep that program going keep them inspired of course for the rest of the year and yes they lost uh, to Oregon State but Oregon State has been playing excellent as we said the whole year um, and a great effort by Oregon especially Filipina Che as you mentioned she did win the battle with beers tonight to be fair um, and that doesn't happen very often to Reagan beers so she was absolutely excellent, of course, as you mentioned, 45 points tonight from that trio, 75% of Oregon's points, actually short of what they average um, on the year, which is 78% of Oregon's points. Um, so kind of what we expected going into this one, but it's definitely different seeing it in person, um, how elite that trio can be. Um, really carried Oregon in this game against an 18th-ranked Oregon State who looked time and time again to their bench. Um, they had so many other players step up outside of uh, the starters, of course. I mean, Murat had, as you mentioned, Reese. Two of their starters didn't even score tonight. And if I said that, Brad, you might bank on them to lose. Uh, but because of their bench, their bench is so strong, uh, that is why they're elite. That is why they're in the Pac-12 race. As they came into the night fourth with UCLA's loss, they look to move up. Um, and in future weeks, Brad, they get a chance at home. Well, they go away first to Colorado and Utah, uh, two teams they just beat at home. And they get to go on the road to UCLA and USC, um, two huge games for them um, if they want to stay in this Pac-12 race. Uh, but just, they did what a winning program does today. They pulled out the close one on the road. Um, and that's what you got to do if you're Oregon State, you're Scott Rueck and that side. Yeah, I think I'll just end you with one more stat on the night, TS. Oregon State had 34 points off the bench. Wow. That is more wow. than 50% of their points just coming from mm -hmm. bench players. Gardner, Blacklock, Hansford, all stepping up incredibly. What a performance from those three off the bench. But once again, final score, 64-60. to 60. The Beavers take it over the Ducks next week. Oregon State, they're going to face off against Utah in Salt Lake City, trying to pick up another win against that Utah team. Had a good performance against them last time. And then U of O, they're going to go on the road as well to face off against Colorado, a very tough team there. That will also happen on February 9th. Looking to pick up a win there. But that being said, an incredible matchup here. You've been listening to KBBR FM 88.7. I've been Brad Whitman. Alongside me is T.S. Carney in the booth. Much thanks to Lucy. You've been listening to KBR FM 88.7. We'll see you next time.